You are listening to a Banzai Retro Club podcast. Language and topics may not always be appropriate for younger listeners. Press 1 for a groovy topic from the 1970s. Press 2 for an awesome topic from the 1980s. Or press 3 for a slamming topic from the 1990s. Please choose now. Too late. We have made your selection for you. Let's start the show. All right, so here we are, July 8th, 2020, at uh, 8.39 p.m. I'm going to do things a little differently on the uh, the old startup here. Uh, I'm going to read some dad jokes uh, because I'm seriously devoid of, you know, a concept to, uh, to chat about uh, by myself tonight. And I've got this looming deadline of making sure that you have your Essential Movie episode here at the end of this week. And obviously I'm recording another one just in time. So here's the first one. Of all the inventions of the last hundred years, the dry erase board has to be the most remarkable. Uh, Why was 2019 afraid of 2020? Because they had a fight in 2021. The average person is really mean. Think about that. I'll let that one sit in. Um, So I took my 8 year old to the office on Take Your Kid to Work Day. As we're walking around she starts crying and getting very cranky. So I asked her what was wrong. As my co-workers gathered around she sobbed. Daddy, where are all the clowns you said you worked with? Uh, let's see. So I asked my date to meet me at the gym, but she never showed up. Guess the two of us aren't going to work out. So, nothing's better than being 2, 3, 5, 7, 11, 13, 17, 19, 23, 29, 31, 37, 41, 43, 47, 53, 59, 61, 67, 71, 73, 79, 83, 89, or 97 years old. Those are the years you're in your prime. Uh, I've never left my children watch the orchestra. There's... Too much sex and violence. My wife could kick me out because of my terrible Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions. But don't worry, I'll return. My son told me he didn't understand cloning. I told him, that makes two of us. eBay is so useless. I tried to look up lighters and all they had was 13,749 matches. I just saw my wife trip and fall while carrying a laundry basket full of iron clothes. I watched it all unfold.
My wife screamed in pain during labor, so I asked what's wrong. She screamed, those contractions are going to kill me. I'm sorry, honey, I replied. What is wrong? Cop, cop says, I'm arresting you for illegally downloading the entire Wikipedia. The man replied, wait, I can explain everything. I was drinking my milkshake on a cliff and thought, wow, this is ledge and dairy. Without a doubt, my favorite Robin Williams movie is Misfire. I promise you I'm almost done. Uh, for the 10th year in a row, my coworkers voted me the most secretive guy in the office. I can't tell you how much this award means to me. I made a playlist for hiking. It was music from Peanuts, The Cranberries, and Eminem. I call it my trail mix. Alright, that's it. That's dad jokes. I'm not going to... Uh, Force you to listen to any more of that. I'm, I'm sorry that you had to endure that. But uh, I felt it's something to give you for pre-bumper. I really don't have anything else. So we're going to just get right into it. So let's insert our bumper here. This is a something podcast. I don't think there's anybody back there. You or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your supernatural elimination needs. We're ready to believe you. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. X to each other. Party on, dudes! Hey, this is Bonsai Retro Club. I am Dave, and you are listening to our next on the Essential Movies podcast list. Uh, for the uninitiated, the uh, Essential list is basically something I found on the old internet, and this was provided by RottenTomatoes.com. They listed 140 1980s essential movies, and since I found that list, I decided, you know what, I'm going to record a podcast episode about every one of those movies. So this is me fulfilling that obligation. I'm going to move it another step forward tonight, and that's what we're doing. So the list has us going all the way over here to number 65, which was released in 1989, which was My Left Foot. Uh, as I do with these things, I'm going to insert the trailer. I'm going to do that right here. 25% of a quarter. That's a stupid question. I mean, 25% is a quarter. You can't about a quarter of a quarter. You can't. Can't you, Christy? Do you know what time I was going to college? 
All right, so Milo Foot is a uh, pretty much a synopsis. It's a uh, the story of Christy Brown. It's a biopic, uh, pretty much a story of. Um, the artist that is Christy Brown who had cerebral palsy and uh, he essentially only had the ability to have motor function control over his left foot and that was really the only part that he had fully functioning um, so I did watch the trailer um, and you know I had the synopsis from Rotten Tomatoes kind of right in front of me but uh, that's all I've got to go on. So the whole general rule of this whole essential movie thing is that I don't look anything else up. Now before I recorded, I did watch the trailer. And I did watch one of the uh, scenes from the movie. Uh, the scene that I watched involved uh, what would probably be a very young Christy Brown. The first time he actually wrote a word uh, using his left foot. So what I had witnessed, what appeared, was maybe 13, 14, 15-year-old boy uh, who was struggling to get across the room, grabbed a piece of chalk with his left foot, and appeared to be writing a word for the first time for his family uh, to witness. Um, so my assumption is up until that point, he had pretty much just was... Uh, moved around by his family and they probably thought that you know, there was nothing going on with his you know his brain function that he wasn't capturing anything so um, I've got a feeling up until then since he really didn't have a strong way to communicate other than probably making uh, uh, the noises that you know is he's able to articulate um, you know I my assumption is at that point he that was it that was all that he had been able to communicate and so for the first time he was able to grab a piece of chalk and write a word and his whole family was mesmerized it seemed to be a lot of brothers and sisters and it looked like you know it wasn't a very well-to-do family 
Um, but the first word he wrote uh, on the floor with chalk was mother. Uh, and his parents, of course, you know, were very happy and crying because now knowing that, you know, they had a, a viable way to communicate with this guy. Um, so that seemed like a very powerful scene. So I think watching the movie, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more context to it. I'm sure I probably got some of that detail wrong because I'm assuming because I hadn't seen it before. So, yeah, that's kind of the, the premise of what's leading up to this. And now when he gets older, uh, he's being played by Daniel Day-Lewis. And it appeared that, you know, Daniel Day-Lewis had gotten, you know, uh, highly recognized for his performance in this role. Uh, from what I saw in the trailer, it looked very powerful. Uh, it looks like it'd be a great movie. Um, touching, I'm, I'm assuming. I, I did look up a few of the art pieces that uh, Christy Brown had done in real life, just to kind of get more of a context. I wasn't that familiar with his art. Um, but, you know, considering the, you know, that it was all done with his left foot, I think it looks really awesome. You know, I'm not, I'm not an artist, and you know, I, but I can appreciate, you know, the, uh, the simple graphic, you know, artistic viewing of something, and it seemed Christy Brown was able to pull that off in real life. You know that, you know, what this movie is based off of. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in awe of somebody that has. Uh, you know, some sort of uh, deficiency that they're born with, you know, and being able to overcome it and, in this case, you know, communicate with the world in a beautiful way. And so I appreciate the story, but I really doubt that I'm going to go back and, you know, go back and find this movie and watch it. Um, it seemed, like I said, it seems like a wonderful premise of a movie. Uh, I guess if I was devoid of everything else that I've wanted to watch here uh, lately, which seems to be growing quite a bit, because I, you know, I've got you know stuff on Netflix that I'm I'm watching now, and there's new stuff coming out all the time, you know. So I, you know, I've got my, you know, other things that I've been watching. So this isn't going to be one of those that I'm going to drop everything and find. Um. Yeah, so even if I did come across it as I'm scrolling through, like, On Demand or Tubi or something like that, uh, my left foot's not going to be... I, I know it won't be selected. Um, just because, you know, I've, like I said, got plenty of other things I plan to watch. Um, and it's nothing to say anything against the performance or what this movie's about. Um, I, you know, because lately I've been you know, a big fan of finding things positive to, uh, uh, you know, to share with the world and then also, uh, you know, find on the internet. I have a feeling that this is probably a, a story that, you know, possibly has a really happy ending. I don't know if it has a happy ending, but, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a you know, somebody struggling that's doing the, the, the best with what they have been given, you know, from, a very limited um, motor functions. So I I respect the premise and I believe 
that, you know, it's going to be a heartfelt movie, uh, which would be, you know, a, a good check mark for something to watch for me. But uh, like I said, it's just not something that I, you know, I'm going to run to go find, uh, being brutally honest. Uh, so if it's one of those things that, you know, the rest of you have seen and really enjoyed and were like, you know what, you've got to drop what you're doing, Dave, and go find it. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, but I've done that. I've done that on several of these episodes and nobody has been like responding to me and saying, you know, fuck it, Dave, this is the movie. So if my left foot is that movie, I'm going to ask you to do it, you know, to, to drop me a line or a tweet or something and say, you know, this is it, Dave, this is the movie you got to watch. Then I'll listen. Uh, especially if it's free. If I can find it free, then, you know, fuck it. I'm just out time. But if I've got to invest some sort of monetary funds, you've got to sell it to me. You've got to give me a good reason, you know, to, to drop a little bit of coin uh, to watch something. So this is, uh, this is on you. This isn't on me. It's on you now. I, I've, 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 you know, I've, I've told you, you know, I've got other things going on, you know, other time wasters. So I'm asking you to make it a priority for me. And I'm going to listen. I'll listen if somebody talks up. So um, if you want to drop that email, go ahead and drop it at mcfly at com. There's many other ways to get a hold of me via Twitter or however way you want to do it. So, you know, just going to our regular webpage, you're going to find links to all my stuff. Please communicate with me. Um, that's where I'm at and that's where we're at with my left foot I've got nothing I've got nothing else here uh, and obviously I've got some sort of priority to make sure I get this episode out because it's almost Friday and that's when we post these things so shame on me for doing this last minute shame on me for rushing the whole conversation and not even having like a pre-dialogue to share with you guys other than stupid dad jokes um, but it's on you if you're not going to communicate with me and let me know that my left foot is a drop dead and not drop dead, but drop everything and you go watch movie. Uh, you know, that was a Freudian slip drop dead. Um, earlier, uh, this evening, uh, my wife is trying to guilt my kids into doing things, uh, that they normally would not want to do. I have this interesting idea for going out and uh, going camping, which is something I really haven't done before. Um, well, I did as a kid and I didn't like it very much. So her go-to phrase now in order to get the kids to want to do something that they don't want to do, like camping, uh, and go with me is that, you know, I, uh, I'm not going to be around that long. <laughs> so it's like the, you know, that's where Drop Dead was like stick, stuck in my brain because she had mentioned that earlier and it was all, you know, kind of in joke. Well, it was in joke, but it was just, um, you had to be there. It's out of context. It's not that funny. So um, I don't even know why I'm even bothering. But that's why Drop Dead came out versus Drop Everything to, to watch the movie. Uh, so, as I was saying, uh, go to bonsairetroclub.com. That's our homepage for uh, all of our podcast stuff. 
you can also get links to Team Bonsai and all that kind of good jazz and connect with us and uh, interact. Uh, I've been doing a daily post on the uh, the Facebook page, on uh, Bonsai Retro Club Facebook page, uh, and posting a song every morning, a retro song. So if you're on Facebook, you know, I would love for you to interact with us on our page and give us a follow. Um, every, like I said, every morning I've been putting a song out there with just a little blurb about, you know, whatever I'm thinking about the song. Uh, so, uh, you know, why don't you, uh, why don't you guys hook up with me, you know, and we can, you know, we can interact a little bit. Uh, so with all that being said, I want to remind everybody to please be excellent to each other, stay safe, and, uh, have a good whatever, because I have no idea when you're going to listen to this. Bye-bye. This has been a Bonsai Retro Club production. Bonsai, Daniel said. Hey, Bonsai! 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 <laughs> On the next episode, we're going to be talking about RAN, released 1985.